Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Call us, 800-282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. Also, clayandbuck.com is the website for updates, news, everything you need from today. All kinds of fun show prep, things like that. And also on Twitter and Facebook, at Clay and Buck. And follow us individually, Clay Travis on Twitter, Buck Sexton on Twitter and Facebook. And, uh... I have some CRT thoughts to share with all of you. It's an acronym now that I feel like everyone pretty much knows, critical race theory, because it's uh, big in the headlines. There's a fellow named Christopher Rufo, who in recent months has been pushing CRT out into public view. That's really what this is. He just finds places, institutions, schools, particularly schools these days, but it has also been government trading seminars. I've interviewed Chris a number of times, a very astute guy, and now increasingly a very brave guy because the left is angry about what's going on when it comes to CRT. They're upset that the right is finally pushing back. The conservatives have said enough of this racial Marxist madness. And so there was a little bit of a dispute that broke out on Twitter where, as Clay and I know, these things tend to happen on Twitter. Uh, you had Joy Reid, who is a female African-American host at MSNBC who had a back and forth. Well, initially just was calling out Rufo and Rufo said, have me on your show. And now I'm not reading the transcript here or anything, but, you know, he basically called around and said it's it's cowardly to mock me or to undermine me and not invite me on to explain myself. She initially claimed that this was, quote, making white man demands and quote, <laughs> which was quite a thing to say. And it turned out she decided she would have him on. Here's how some of this went. This is Rufo making his case about the lies she's told about him when it comes to CRT. 
the problem that I have is that you've really spread uh, four, I think, key false pieces of information about critical race theory. You've claimed in recent weeks that critical race theory isn't being taught in schools. You've claimed that most American public school students learn what you call Confederate race theory and are taught that slavery was, quote, not so bad. You've claimed that state legislation will prevent schools from teaching about the history of racism. And finally, you've claimed that critical race theory isn't rooted in the philosophical tradition of Marxism. And I think that all four of those claims are wrong. Clay, squared away here. Mr. Rufo, what do you make of it? I think it's great. And there's still a lot of people out there, I think, who are a little bit confused as to what critical race theory are and is. And I think he did a good job of explaining it there. All of American history, Buck, as everyone knows, is imperfect. We are not a perfect nation. We are, I believe, as close to perfection as any nation that has ever existed in the history of the world. But we have flaws. And American kids should be taught about both the successes and failures of American history. But what we should not be teaching kids, and this is what critical race theory does, is that they are responsible for things that happened hundreds of years ago. I'm not responsible, Buck, for slavery. You are not responsible for slavery. Certainly a 10-year-old kid in elementary school in Iowa is not responsible for some of the ills that have existed in our country. And what is particularly galling to me is the story of America is a story of progress. It is a story of a democracy becoming more perfect over time. The history of America is a proud one with dark periods that we have overcome collectively. And it feels like very much to me that what critical race theory is repudiating is Martin Luther King and also the civil rights movement. Because the civil rights movement was a uniquely American movement that predicated its moral authority on our Declaration of Independence. If you study it, and I would encourage people out there, I'm a huge history buff. Taylor Branch wrote a great history of the civil rights movement, three-volume America in the King years. If you study it, what you learn is the civil rights protesters were asking America to live up to the ideals of the Declaration of Independence. That triumph is one that we should all study because it led to a more perfect union. They didn't tell everyone living in 1960 that they were responsible for racism. And now, 60 years after the civil rights movement, we're suddenly trying to teach Americans, many of whom, by the way, Buck, weren't here when all these ills were going on. There's a huge percentage of the American population that has absolutely nothing to do with many of the ills of American life. And yet here we are dividing us, canceling out our common American humanity. And I think this debate is an important one that we need to have as a country. One of the ways you know the left is really uncomfortable with this debate or or feels like they're put on defense, which they're not used to doing. I mean, they they want not only cultural Marxism, but they want cultural hegemony. They want control of the American conversation around, well, everything, but certainly around issues of of race. And that's where critical race theory all of a sudden becomes such a flashpoint. You can tell that they've got problems, Clay, because they keep changing what the defense of this is. It doesn't exist. That's not CRT. You're not a CRT expert. You're exaggerating. They they do this 
to try to weary all of those parents who are showing up at school board meetings, all of the people like you and me who are in the media who are trying to raise, dare I say raise awareness, something very commonly said among the left about issues, but to do that. And here's just an example of, of an exchange for that, that goes right to this between, again, Chris Rufo of the Manhattan Institute. He's a think tank scholar and Joy Reid, MSNBC host on this issue. Listen closely to how they're now trying to claim that we're not even really talking about CRT or you don't know what it is. Play it. What you're doing is you're playing a series of word games. No, you know that critical no. whiteness studies That's is a ironic. subfield of critical race theory? No, it's not. Uh, these things are all deeply interrelated. No, they're not. They're and, not. And, and I'm not going to let not. you play word games. And this is I, this well, is really, I think, funny. the most essential thing. H- hold on. Hold on. Oh, no, no, no. Let no, me no, respond at on. least once. I no, haven't gotten a full no, sentence no. out. Because I'm, I'm not going to let you. See, one of the things that, I, and I don't know, you probably never watched me on TV. Just, you know, we didn't know who each other were, you know, not so long ago. But I don't allow people to just make up and say lies on the show. It's just not really right to do that and yeah, let sure. people hear. But hold on. Well, Robin D'Angelo. Right, wait, 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 wait. Just wouldn't let him talk. Just wouldn't <laughs> let him talk. And they're arguing over what is critical race theory, what what he's saying, you know, trying to just find the smallest thing and say, well, no, that's not it. Clay, their argument is garbage. That's what this comes down to. They're, they've got a client who is guilty, so to speak, and they're just trying to argue everything but the facts on the left. That's what they're doing. Buck. Joy Reid said she didn't let people come on the show and say things that weren't true. And she said herself that they were kids were being taught in school that slavery was, quote, not so bad. Where, might I ask, is that occurring? Show me one news story. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. At any point in the 21st century, tell me where a textbook is arguing slavery wasn't so bad. I can tell you, I went to public schools in Nashville, Tennessee, where we're doing the show right now, K through 12. There was no point in time people were like, hey, you know, that slavery kind of overrated. Hey, you know, the Holocaust, oh, it wasn't so bad. No, people recognize there are bad portions of world history. But the lesson, certainly of American history, is that we overcome the dark places of our history and that we end up in a better place. And I, I know sometimes people out there feel very pessimistic. I'm an optimist. I really do believe that America is going to be better than it is today, tomorrow, in the decades ahead. I understand there are a lot of people out there who don't believe that. And I think it's easy, certainly in a social media era, to get lost in all of the negativity. This is making everything about American history at its root, toxic, and it's dividing us, and it has to be fought. So I applaud Chris Rufo for going on and going after Joy Reid, who, by the way, her method of selling in America is failing. Bobby Barack at OutKick, you can go read it, go to OutKick.com and read his article. She Her, her television show is dying because even people at MSNBC don't want to be set and lectured to for an hour about how awful America is, ultimately, optimism wins. I really do believe that. I also think it's it's essential, as we continue to talk about this, to know that the reason the left is so upset is because 
they're not used to seeing this kind of a groundswell, especially when it comes to conservatives caring about curriculum in schools. This all of a sudden feels like a surprise to them. They had felt very comfortable with their dominance of these areas of American life for a long time. And now all of a sudden, whether it's Loudoun County, Virginia, or countless other places across the country, you have parents who are saying, what kind of trash are you teaching our kids? And oh, by the way, the additional thought that comes along with this is conservatives now realize kids are going to be taught something. So this is where you get the Ron DeSantis anti-totalitarianism bill, where you're learning the evils of communism. Yes, the evils of Marxism, because there is there is no completely open space here. If you're going to have instruction by the state, which is what public schools are, we should have an active role and understand what's going on there. So I think that you know, Rufo has been very effective in really pushing for a movement. A lot of parents are involved in this, too. And and I think that this is a, a story that's going to continue on because they don't have a good argument. Clay, to your point, you know, there are people who take some kind of pride in just being American. And I think those tend to be conservatives. And then there are people who take pride in thinking they're better than America. And those tend to be people on the left. That's the way it goes. And I think what we're going to see, Buck, this show, I can already feel there's a groundswell out there for people to be proud to be American again, especially coming out of this COVID monstrosity. I don't know about you, but around Memorial Day, where I live in red state America, I don't remember seeing more flags. As everybody gets ready for July 4th next weekend, I think that there is a unique spirit of patriotism that is rising in this country, and people are tired of being told that they should have to apologize for America. I think we are going to see an ultra-patriotic Independence Day weekend, for sure. I think it is exploding, and I think it's going to blow up in people like Joy Reid's faces who are trying to tell us that America is an awful place. I think you know they like to talk a lot about right and wrong side of history. Let me tell you. She's on the wrong side of history beyond a shadow of a doubt. We'll come back here in just a moment. We've got some lines. We've got really all lines lit. 282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. Clayandbuck.com is the website for stories and for highlights from the show. Go check it out whenever you get a chance. And also make sure if you haven't already, you subscribe to the Clay Travis and Buck Section Show podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we are, as Clay has said, in the top 20 give or take for all podcasts in the top five as of yesterday for news so please do uh help us add to that number we want a a podcast army all across the country uh coming back here we got to talk about this infrastructure bill that well at least there's agreement around it we'll discuss that and much more you know my dad just texted me yesterday played golf in perfect weather with a couple friends but couldn't have done it without Relief factor, especially after a a five-and-a-half-hour round. My dad says relief factor has been a game-changer, and it has also been that for millions and millions of people across the country. Almost a third of Americans, that's about 100 million people, have ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, just day-to-day life. But that's why relief factor can be such a game-changer. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation. You know, the stuff that causes aches, pains from exercise, overexertion, all of that. My dad and millions of others have had great, great response from taking Relief Factor. About 70%. 
That's right, folks. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to order more. Look, and my wife absolutely loves this product. She's healthy. She's going to live to be 115 years old. She knows what she's talking about. She came to me yesterday and she said that she loves the product. She started to use it for herself, and she thinks many other people who are into being as healthy as they possibly can be will be doing as well. And they're so confident at Relief Factor that it will work for you that they've developed the three-week quick start pack at nineteen ninety five, for only ninety five cents a day or less than a cup of coffee, you can order your three week quick start pack at nineteen ninety five. Go to relieffactor.com or call one eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. That's relieffactor.com or one eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four for your three week quick start pack at nineteen oh five. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. I hope your Thursdays are going fantastically well. Going to take some of your calls as we roll through the final hour of the program, 800-282-2882. You can go to the website, clayandbuck.com. You can follow Buck Sexton at Buck Sexton, Clay Travis at Clay Travis. Twitter, Facebook, you can find us everywhere. Probably not a surprise based on the Joy Reid idiocy we were just playing for everybody out there. But there is a study, Buck, that I was reading this morning, and I thought it was interesting, and it's probably not going to surprise a lot of people out there. The United States ranks last in the world in trust in media. Just 29% of Americans trust the media. That is the lowest of the 46 countries that were tested in this survey. The place that trusts the media the most... Finland, where 65% of people have a lot of faith. Portugal, they love the media in Portugal. Kenya, they love their media in Kenya. And ironically enough, Brazil, those would be among the countries uh, in different continents where we trust the media the most. Canada, 45% trust. United States, all-time low, lowest in the world, 29%. Your thoughts on this survey, Buck Sexton? I think that you have social media as the undoing of nonpartisan, unbiased journalism, which is a lie that has existed for a long time in America. If you look at British, uh, British papers, for example, British news media, and you actually look at the origins of American journalism and media with newspapers, they were explicitly ideologically aligned and also with parties rabidly partisan they were absolutely and but they were open about their partisanship we have grown up in the the, it's really a 20th century and mass media phenomenon because it didn't 19th century american uh you know newspapers were not pretending that they were all just even-handed and didn't support one thing or another and now we had this big lie in the 20th century about how media and journalism was objective and neutral Social media undid this, and here's why. Because when people see a New York Times writer tweeting out, you know, hashtag BLM at 10 a.m. or hashtag resistance, and then they try to cover Trump later in the day and say, oh, I'm just a journo, man. People who know don't buy it. I think that's right. And it has destroyed and disrupted any sort of trust. And I I would even take a step further. We're basically going back in time. Because when the political parties effectively own their own newspapers, 
People knew what they were getting. And then, Buck, do you know what happened? They decided that selling to everyone this notion of unbiased journalism, it was a business strategy. Instead of just selling to one particular party, you could sell to everyone. And it really didn't exist until the late 19th century. And you know what? If you're still putting off a mortgage refi, you need to ask yourself why. There's no reason to do that, especially when there are still some loan options with rates in the twos. Clay, I couldn't agree more. I mean, after all, a lower rate means extra breathing room. People can pay off their bills. They can put money in an emergency fund, even invest it and get some upside from the market. All much smarter things than wasting it on interest payments. Here's what you need to do, guys. Call American Financing today. Get a free mortgage review and see if you can save up to $1,000 a month. Imagine what $1,000 extra a month in your family's pocket could do. No pressure, no obligation. Just call American Financing at 800-777-8109. That's American Financing, 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net, American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck Sexton. And as you know, we are inspired by Rush here. And it's certainly not new that the gun grabbers in the Democrat Party and on the progressive left, the uh, stealth Marxists running around, want to disarm you. They want to take your Second Amendment rights away. Rush was always a champion for your Second Amendment rights. And here's some wisdom from him. The objective here folks the long term the epitome i mean the nirvana dream is the confiscation of all weapons they're not going to stop till they get that and they're never going to get that which means they're never going to stop the objective is the confiscation of all weapons and it's not because they think that'll stop the killing this is what's so offensive to me about this this is not about stopping the killing it's not about saving the children it's not about any of that It's only about leftists wanting to control and have control over as much of the population as they can. That's why they hate the NRA. And it's not because the NRA spends a lot of money. The NRA spends very little compared to other major donors. The NRA is a very, very large and very, very successful grassroots organization. The NRA's strength comes from the depth of its membership and who those people are. And the left cannot undermine that no matter how hard they try. And they will never be able to undermine it. So they have to go after the guns. And all of this talk about changing regulations and laws, never forget, the only people we're regulating are people who already obey the law. By definition, people are going to break the law. By definition, people are going to go get guns that are banned. In fact, the more they're banned, the more attractive they're going to be. It's not the way to deal with this. And a lot of you want to weigh in. We've obviously been talking about the defund the police movement and how quickly it has pivoted into a attack on Second Amendment rights. The idea that crime is skyrocketing because of guns is fundamentally absurd if you look at the actual data. The police are pulled back from being able to do their jobs in cities because of defund the police movements, Black Lives Matter protests. Suddenly, the murder rate skyrockets. The gun situation has not changed. But now, Democratic politicians coming out and saying, oh, the reason why the murder rate is up is because of guns. And a lot of you want to weigh in. Let's go to Casey in California. Casey, what you got for us? 
Hello, Clay. Hello, Buck. Hello. Hey, by the way, Joy Reid, she makes me sick. Okay? <laughs> you and a lot of people. <laughs> hey, Rush, he was truly on loan from God. He he did this, your your program, with one half of his brain tied behind his back. Okay? That's, that's nothing against you guys. He was just a genius. Okay? He, he, he is what he was. Okay, now, let me talk about weapons. I know because I was in Special Forces Counterintelligence. I know about weapons. Okay, envision yourself in your home at night at 1 o'clock in the morning. Somebody breaks into your home, and un- under the proposed legislation they want to do, you have to go to one safe and get the, we- the, 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 the weapons out. Then you have to go to another safe and get the bullets out. That's going to take you at least 30 seconds if you're, if you're good, if you practice it, if you're good. At least 30. <laughs> Longer. Yes. And there, most people are going to be up, up uh, scared and everything and fumbling around. And by, the, by that time, the criminals come in and, and do what they want to do. Screw that. We've got to fight back. And by the way, we need more cartridges that hold more ammunition, not less. Because we need to protect ourselves because obviously they want to get rid of the police. And who do we count on? What's wrong with these people? They, they are sick to their minds. Well, Casey, they we are. know what's what's wrong, and that's why I think that rush uh, that rush audio there was so powerful, so important. Is he, he knows exactly what's going on. He was telling you all what was going on. Uh, the the objective, the long term dream, is the confiscation of all weapons to turn citizens into subjects, which. We all know that that's something that they would love to accomplish if they could. Thanks so much, Casey, in California. Let's get to Russell in Lutz. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Where is Lutz, Florida, Russell? It's just north of Tampa. You guys are rocking it, man. But with all due respect, I don't think you're seeing the forest through the trees. These liberals are idiot savants, man. This is great. Get Do away with the police. Pretty soon a drunk driver is going to find the telephone pole. The victims of domestic abuse are going to arm up and get rid of their, uh, you know, attacker. They'll be out of the gene pool. Uh, you know, the rioters are going to meet a shop owner with a shotgun out of the gene pool. You know, there are a lot of unintended consequences to this. And, you know, somebody's going to have to get the cats out of the trees. But I guess until they defund the fire department, at least we'll have that. So, so Russell, I, I understand. I, and I can I understand, I think, where you're coming from in this one. I would just say... We don't want everyone to have to suffer through the years of deterioration and increased homicides and rapes and assaults and burglaries and everything just so that finally liberals realize how insane they are. I feel like one of our jobs here with Clay and Buck is to try to help the country be in a place where we are protecting all. We're protecting this country from the worst leftist ideas because yeah eventually they'll destroy everything but do you want to look around i mean this is like uh, julius caesar in the conquest of gaul right he created a wasteland and called it peace we don't want that it's the purge for people out there who have seen the purge movies uh but it is a funny point russell because there is an argument out there that if we really wanted to just create a laboratory to measure the true impact of police the way to do it would be say pick a city For one week, there will be no police in this city and see what would happen. And the results would be such chaos and anarchy that the idea of defunding the police 
would disappear forever, right? Like there's this hypothetical idea out there, Russell, like I think is what you're kind of hinting at, is that a lot of times you don't see the work that the police do because the absence of crime is difficult to contextualize, right? I actually think that because there's been such a decrease for so long... We're getting that kind of... People are getting more used to, well, maybe over-policing is a problem. Things have been so safe in my neighborhood and they forget. It's kind of like when Democrats are in charge. Before Democrats are in charge, they're promising free everything for everybody, and enough people say to themselves... Uh, maybe they can give us free everything. And then when Democrats run things and very poorly and you realize that you're paying for it, it's not free. Then they start to see the reality of the situation, just like that with law enforcement. Well, you know, it's interesting, Buck. When I started practicing law, a lot of times you don't realize business and the impact of business until you become an adult. There's lots of people out there who philosophically they think, oh, it would be great if tax rates were X and you know if we had all this free thing and then you start to actually learn the business side of things and obviously I ran a business uh, in OutKick and also as a young lawyer I would see basically the way that government worked and when you're before you actually interact with government it can seem like it makes sense and then you're like my god this is the least efficient thing that has ever existed in the history of mankind and so the idea of government growing when I was practicing law started to terrify me yeah the irs seems a lot more scary when you've actually gone through an audit (laughs) no doubt that's the way this works let's get james in spokane washington in the mixture a lot of a lot of people want to talk about the second amendment what's up james so libertarians have a saying of i want people to be able to defend their crops well actually more specifically i want homosexuals to defend their pot crops from the government with any ar-15 the idea of taking guns away from people because you're going to make them safer. And I haven't heard that libertarian phrase, by the way. Yeah, I haven't. Have heard you that heard one. that libertarian no, that, phrase? That no. was a first. that one went over you your head that? too. No. Yeah, that's that's a pretty common one. Uh, okay. Notion of taking away people's guns and then terminating or deleting the entire police department in every city and every state and the sheriff's departments is kind of insane. So you want to put? They want you to put total faith in their ability to govern the ungoverned. Yeah, I think both of us have, Buck, a lot of libertarian leanings in terms of being in favor of individual freedom. And I believe what we're going to see in the wake of COVID is an entire generation of people who hadn't really realized they were libertarians suddenly realizing they were libertarians. Mask wearing, I think, and I hope, and I'm an optimist, you may disagree, I think is going to make a lot of people say, I don't know necessarily that I want this level of of government interference See, in my life. I just I think of it as conservatism is the party of liberty and so we shouldn't be ceding this notion of individual liberty or being the champions of it to any any other ideology and 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 that's also one of my great complaints is that we have to refer to contemporary uh democrat leftists as liberals. They are the anti-liberty party that's and yet true. they take this liberal uh, nomenclature also they should be the reds not the blues so to speak because this is just the network news decided in the 70s to give colors, colors to total parties. random assigning of well i don't think it's actually so random clearly the democrats should be the red party like communists and the uh the liberal they should be called statists or authoritarians but at least refer to them as democrats and not really as liberals although there is some a connotation to that uh but we thank you very much for calling in james from spokane washington you know clay i just had one thought and then i know we've got to uh 
start thinking about our, our uplifting moment of the day and some other things. They don't want to get rid of all police. I mentioned the IRS before. Biden wants to add, I think it's 70,000 IRS agents. God forbid. They want federal police because they want people with guns taking orders from D.C. to be able to kick in Rudy Giuliani's door or you name it. Anyone from the Trump administration, arrest them on some process nonsense. They want to use the ATF to take guns from people and lock them up because they have a 10-round magazine instead of a 7-round magazine as if that's going to stop any crime Always remember that they want the force of the state. They just don't want your local sheriff to be able to protect your rights and protect your safety because that's not the way they view things. Well, and even now, the argument has already shifted from defund the police to let's try to make it a gun story why crime is rising Mm -hmm. as opposed to acknowledging the reason why crime is rising, which is because they defunded police. It's the data. It speaks to us. It's not stupid. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnels to Towers Foundation carries forward a legacy of courage and heroism. To mark 20 years, hard to believe it's been 20 years since 9-11, Tunnel to Towers is gifting America's heroes and their families with 200 mortgage-free homes. To honor the fallen, Chairman and CEO Frank Siller walks more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days from the Pentagon to Shanksville, Pennsylvania, culminating at Ground Zero on 9-11. Towers of Light return to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials in remembrance for the first time. Those we lost to 9-11 related illness are being honored at a ceremony September 12th on Veterans Day. Another first, the soldiers we lost in the war on terror are having their names read aloud. The words never forget require action. Do good and take action now. Donate $11 a month. Again, it's just $11 a month at T2T. Dot org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. What happens when you cross a lawyer with an ex-CIA agent? The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show on the EIB Network. Welcome back in. Final segment, Thursday edition of the Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. By the way, our caller, Buck Sexton, got the phrase wrong. Many different listeners have reached out to us. The phrase, the libertarian phrase, that is a cliche that a lot of people talk about. They say they want gay married couples to be able to protect their marijuana plants with guns, the full extreme of individual freedom. What our caller said did not make any sense compared to that. But that we is appreciate him though bringing to yes, our attention. I did not. I was going to say I didn't know the AR fifteen, uh, the AR fifteen uh, g- gay guy phrase that he was using. This one is the accurate one that I just read. That's a po- popular T shirt with uh, libertarian leaning individuals out there. Want to remind everybody to follow us on social media if you're not already on Facebook. I feel like this audience we got a lot of people on Facebook, Twitter, you know some. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton, and then, of course, Clay and Buck is the handle for the show. We put out clips and fun things from the show all day, and uh, you should give us a Well, we've got actually lines lit today. We'll have to take some calls tomorrow in addition to this because so many people wanted to get in. We love hearing from all of you. Can I just can I tease a tease here, Clay, for one second? A tease well? a tease, a yes. T- a tease of a tease, which is that we're hoping to have a really cool, fun announcement for everybody that will occur next week. But for right now, I know I'm keeping it super vague. 
But see, I'm ex-CIA, Clay, so I can neither confirm nor deny. I'm used to the super vague. Yeah, I, I saw they I heard the clips. They've got a CIA agent and a lawyer. That probably makes people think, my God, why am I listening to this show? This is where all the former <laughs> CIA people listening are like, yeah. it's CIA officer, Buck. And I know, I know, we'll change that, I promise. I'll get notes about that from all of them in a second. Max in secret notes, of course. Max, of, well, that's that's how we do it. Yeah, in, in, the, in the invisible ink, yes. in a little capsule given to me by a guy named Yuri from the microfilm. Anyway, um, that's how it was in the old movies, the old spy movies back in the day. Uh, Max in Ohio, thanks so much for calling in. Clay and Buck, you guys are doing awesome, and keep it up. I'll be here to listen to you every day for years to come. I'll be real quick. So I just want to weigh in on all this attack on the Second Amendment, and this is to all the Democrats and liberals. If you're listening, I hope you hear this. The Constitution is a formality. Those are rights given to all of us at birth. If you want to attack it, go ahead, but it will never, ever go anywhere. And the Founding Fathers made sure to give us specific duties to the ones who decide to even try to attempt to take it shall not be infringed period there you go it's a good almost final call i think we got time to get to more calls do we have time to get a couple more people in here let's can we take uh can we take kim in asheville north carolina great town my brother my brother wrote out some of the pandemic in asheville actually one of my bro i got two brothers he loved it it's a good town beautiful town what's going on kim hello gents i just want to call and tell y'all thank you for the job you're doing I consider you all essential workers, and thank you for your service. <laughs> well, thank you. We consider you an essential listener, Kim, so thank you so much. That's right. I mean, I really enjoyed your show, and we're really looking forward to it here. No, I just wanted to bring up a, a thing, what's going on down here in uh, North Carolina, that we're really putting a big push on, that we're, we were doing pretty good till, uh of course, progressives and socialists got a hold of it. We're trying to do county by county uh, to sec- uh, call second – uh, sanctuary cities by county and we've run across here in Nashville like I said everybody's found out our secret our commissioners here we've got seven on the board of commissioners six of them are Democrats and it's just you know if you're for anything second amendment right you're dying and you're going to hell that's just all there is to it it's well, amazing that that could happen in a state like North Carolina. Right? We've got to have Clay we should talk more about this because I have this idea that I've talked to other conservatives about we just have to start picking some cities and, and take, colonize and and take colonize. them over. Oh as, no, that word! <laughs> oh my God! We are colonists. As conservatives, maybe critical race theorists are right, Buck. We as conservatives, we've got to start taking over some of these uh, high density areas of the country. Darn it! I'm not giving up on this one because we seed it all to the blue, and that doesn't work out well for the people who live there. And there's also major political implications of it. But we appreciate so much all of you being with us here. Remember, ClayandBuck.com is the website. Follow him, Clay Travis, on Twitter and Facebook. Follow me, Buck Sexton, Twitter and Facebook. Close. I might go get some more peg leg porker, actually. I'm it's actually, fantastic. Barbecue. I think I'm going to go. And I'm going to give them all high fives. So do you guys realize, like, we're giving you shout-outs here for barbecue. We'll be back with you tomorrow with more stories, more insights. Mm-hmm. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.